Well, whistle me, Dixie. Okay, let's see here. What are they wanting? Conversational spokesperson, not too hard sell announcery, but needs to sound natural. Huh. What? what wait a minute. What, what? Pacing, mood, emotion. Jeez. This is the VO Life. Positive conversations about living the voiceover life. Inside into the business and day-to-day grind of being a regular Joe VO. From the humble beginnings to the finally hitting a new level to getting that first big client. It's all about that VO life. Here's your host, Troy Holden. Hey, 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 and welcome back to another episode of the VO Life. Glad to have you. Troy Holden here, your blue-collar voice of choice. I don't know what that means exactly, other than I'm a guy with my arms folded in my logo with great big windshield wiper glasses. So I've been told. (laughs) Today we're going to talk a little about self-direction. And I'm not talking about uh, how to drive your car a certain way or something like that. I'm talking about when you're auditioning, how to direct yourself. Because you're going to have direction from whoever sent you the audition or if you're auditioning on voices one two three or voices.com or wherever you're pulling an audition from an agent if you're that fortunate wherever you're going to have direction from them but how do you direct yourself and how do you know you're giving them what they're asking for and i think that is probably one of the hardest things to do because sometimes they don't really know what they're asking for We run into that a lot. Um, I do, uh, and I'm hoping you do. So what I want to try to do is give you some tips that I picked up along the way through coaching. I'm not going to give away the, you know, everything because I can't. I can just give you some, some highlights and some things you could probably jot down and pin up on your wall, in your booth, in your tent, wherever you're recording from. And refer to it and stick to it because I think what most of us do is we get in a hurry. We're new at this and we get in a hurry and we want to do as many auditions as we can. I'm learning the hard way. No, no, no. If you've got 12 that you think I need to do all 12 of these, you may only can do three or four, but do them right. You hear what I'm saying? Do them to the best of your ability. So you have a direction from someone that says, oh, that famous word, conversational, real person. Uh, Sometimes you'll see a spokesperson. Sometimes you'll see guy next door. Sometimes you'll see, uh, sometimes you will see announcer. Sometimes you'll see voice of God. I had that one today. Uh, And it also said booming voice of God. I don't know. I thought booming probably just meant loud and hard. But that's what I did, and I hope it was right. Um, But find that starting point, and a lot of times it's a little vague, but get in that attitude before you read. If it says conversational, start relaxing. Start thinking about sitting across from whoever you're talking to. When you look at your mic, picture picture a person there, not a microphone, because a lot of us get close to a microphone and we go into performance mode. I hear people all the time saying, but voice over and voice acting, it is a performance. It is, but when they're asking you for conversational, you just need to be you, just you. 
the same person that talks to your girlfriend, boyfriend, spouse, significant other, whatever, same person that talks to your kids in that nice tone, not when you're yelling and screaming at them, of course, but find a starting point. You know, get your starting point, get where you need to go and get into the attitude, get into that character. But the thing is, you got to maintain that feeling through the read. Now, some auditions will send you an audio sample. Uh, Voices.com a lot of times will have a video clip and it'll say, we want it to kind of sound like this guy. And sometimes I wonder, why didn't they just hire that guy? If that's what they want it to sound like, but maybe it's somebody they used before. Maybe they accidentally ran across somebody on YouTube and they just think, you know, that's a voice we want. So if it's something you can mimic and it sounds kind of like you, great. You're going to do pretty well with that. So you got a little direction now, you know, where you're going, you're getting it in your head as to what you're going to do. You might've listened to the audio sample and you think, you know, yeah, okay, I got this. Don't hit record, read through it in your head first, read through part of the script or all of the script, especially if it's short, if it's a 15 second, 30 second thing, if it's e-learning and stuff like that, no, you're not going to go that far, but figure out the mood of the script, figure out, is it, is it serious? Is it harsh? What is it? And get your, get yourself ready for that. Okay. So I'm, uh, it's. This is a conversational thing. It's a 15-second spot. It's for, I'm just making this up as I go. It's for a charcoal grill. Um, so I'm going to be telling my brother-in-law, Frankie, hey, Frankie, this is the best barbecue grill I've ever used. It's awesome. Frankie, you're going to love, ste- when I cook you a steak on this grill, you are going to love it. It's going to be great. But I've got to be real and I've got to be believable. So read through it a couple times in your head and hear yourself saying it to that person. Don't hit record yet. Now read through it out loud and listen to yourself and get intimate with your mic. Name your microphone if you need to. I named my truck Betty White. Maybe I'll name my microphone Maud. No, that won't work. I wouldn't want to be that close, but I'll come up with something Uh, anyway. So you lean in, you get intimate with your mic on this conversational read, and it's, and I'm going to start it off with a lead in when you hear this all the time. Hey, Frankie, you know, this charcoal grill I've got, it probably cooks the best steaks I have ever eaten in my life. I don't know how I've ever lived without it. It's just great. And it's easy to clean up. You just hose it off. The Teflon coated grill, man, is it, this thing is the bomb. I may not be reading the script, but I'm, I'm prepping myself for reading that script. You know, I just want to get in that mood. I want to say some things before I start into the script to get me in the frame for what I'm doing. So I'm self-directing. All right. So I've done this. I've, I've silently, silently read. I've gone through it about three times. I'm ready to, to read it aloud. I'm going to read it what I think they want me to read. Okay. So I'm going to do the conversational guy, blah, blah, blah. But when I'm done, I might go, you know, now that I've read that, I kind of hear it this way. So take two might be a little more upbeat, might be a little more positive, might be a little more something else. Or I may decide 
to not use a character voice, but I may decide to do something a little different with my voice. Go lower, go higher, get a little gritty. There's options. Give them a second option that maybe they didn't think of, and they might like it better. It happens. I have gotten jobs that way. So that's how you self-direct. All right, so I, I'm I'm doing this. Uh, I've read through it. Hey, there's a word I'm not real sure how to pronounce. Well, don't guess at it. Go to Google Translate and see if you can get a pronunciation there. Uh, you still can't get one? Reach out to somebody you know and say, have you ever heard this? Do you know what this word is? Just be sure you get it right, and especially if it's the name of a product. Oh, my gosh. Can you imagine you send that, that audition in and you say it wrong? I, I totally screwed one up this week, and I think I've got it on a um, – I think I've got it in a, I did a video demo for myself and I think I said the name of a city in Florida wrong and it hit me this morning when I was driving to work. It was spelled I-S-L-E-M-A-R-A-D-A, something like that. And I think I just assumed it was Isla Morada, but it's probably Isle Morada, Isle like Island, Isle Morada. And I got to go back and look that up and probably edit that and fix it. And I think I've even used it somewhere. Um, so <laughs> embarrassing, but it happens, but you don't want to do that for a client. You know, I don't know if anybody or ever here will ever hear that and know I did it, but yeah, I think I screwed it up, but I'll find out and maybe I didn't, but I'll find out. All right. So you've, you've gone through it. You found what needs to be fixed. You found what you need to pronounce properly. Make sure, have you hit your high spots in there? Have you identified where it changes emotion? Does it start off with something kind of down and then does it give a, a it kind of eases into a little more positive and then at the end it gets happy read those scripts and really find those points you really have to dissect them even if they're short it could be one line is this and two lines is that and the last line is this so take your time and go through those don't ever cold read an audition uh, and i'm guilty of it i've done it um especially when I first started on voices, I didn't know what I was doing, you know, at all. So that's why my numbers are getting better now. Uh, my listens and my short list are going up because I'm studying the script a little bit more. So how do you prep for that? As a quote unquote actor, and if you look at acting, it's who am I? Where am I? Who is going to hear this? Who am I speaking to? Um, what's the mood? Where's the transitions? What are the keywords? And where can I draw the listener in? You know, where in the script do I pull them in? Can I put in a pause or can I put in a, hmm, or can I put in a, well, if it's conversational, you can do that, but don't, don't get too fancy. One word, maybe it's okay. Now that I've done all that, I'm going to record my first take. Uh, I'm going to do the quote unquote, what I think they have in mind. And, and we'll call that your safe read. You're going to do your safe read and you're going to do what energy, pace, mood, emotion, whatever you think, how you think it should sound in the situation they're describing. So, and don't forget if you do a lead in, edit that out. Um, they probably don't want to hear it. They might not mind. Um, but they probably don't want to hear it and you can edit it out, but you're already in your flow 
you know, so that's not that big a deal. So get yourself in the mood to read it, believe it, and say it. Keep in mind that this is a conversation you're having with someone or a couple of people, or you're sitting at a table with a few people. Don't think about this is going out to a thousand people and people are going to hear this on the internet or they're going to hear it on the radio. No, 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 no. Don't read it that way. Listen to these commercials. Listen to the stuff that's broadcast right now and how calm and how easy it is. And also listen to the stuff that's not really great. And you're wondering why is it not great? And, I, and I'm reminded of this almost every morning. I get up early and I watch here locally in Nashville, WTVF, uh, Channel 5 News. And they're running a, a commercial pretty often about a paving company that's going to do a driveway. And the husband's went out there apparently and done something himself. I don't know if he sealed it. He's got his kid with him and they're covered in this black stuff. It's all over him. And the wife's just like, oh, my God, you know. But the sound quality in that commercial, I can't believe they air that on even local TV. The sound quality is terrible. I mean, it's like everything is peaked. It's loud. It's rattly. And I'm like, why would they do that? Why wouldn't they fix that? How did that get to air? You know, but on the other hand, a lot of the other stuff you watch is really, really good. So listen to that stuff, you know, um, uh, I know some people pay extra to not hear commercials. Heck, I want to hear them. Uh, I listen to them all the time. Uh, I listen to radio in the car just to hear commercials a lot of times because I want to hear the people that are getting those jobs. I want to hear what they're doing. I, I want to know what their success is. I, I'm not trying to imitate them, but I do want to mimic them to a point because I want to read conversational reads the right way. I want to, if it says spokesperson, I just look at that as more of being an informative person. I don't need to really come out of conversational. I just maybe need to turn my voice a little more formal. You know what I'm saying? So conversational where we're talking about, Hey Frankie, what do you think of this grill? I mean, look at this thing, man, those steaks look fantastic. So when I go into the informative or the spokesperson thing, it's Frankie, look at this grill. These steaks look fantastic. I think you get a little more, not reedy, but your, your pronunciations become a little different when you're reading in that voice. Uh, and some e-learning calls for that spokesperson informative thing and some calls for the conversational. You just don't want to go too far to where you sound reedy but you do want to sound informed. A lot of them, uh, those that are especially related to, to the medical field, which I don't do those because I'm just not, I just don't feel I'm qualified to read the big words. And I know that's tacky. It's just almost saying, well, I'm just too stupid to read them. But that's not the case. The fact is, I don't enjoy doing that. I have enough trouble saying certain words anyway. And regularly, Oh my gosh, I hate that word. And I've heard other voiceover folks say regularly. It's hard to say. Sometimes it comes out okay. Um, but I don't want to say a lot of really hard words. And I've done some in, in infomercials or whatever on diabetes. I've done some things for Merck Pharmaceutical. But they didn't get really deep into a lot of crazy words. There were a few, but there were things I could you know, I could say. And there, there weren't 50 of them. There were three. And I'll do that. Uh, I enjoy 
a little bit of a challenge. You know, I don't want everything to be Jack and Jill went up the hill, you know, or I'm going to grill a steak. You know, yeah, it's it's good to have a challenge. Um, and and with those, you know, you got to study, you got to get it across the way you want. But I try to read those those auditions the same way. I'll do a, a very conversational, and then I'll formalize just a little, and maybe make sure I'm not as country as I naturally am. Um, I have also found that if I raise my voice up uh, in pitch, my accent is not gone, but it is greatly reduced. So if it's asking for somebody 20 to 35 and, you know, neutral, blah, 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 I'll usually go up in pitch. You can try that. It may help you uh, on some things and it may not. Uh, or I may speak softer, wisp, kind of not whispery, not not this quiet, but I may go down to uh, something like, uh, I don't know here. Let me open this piece of paper. What is this here? Okay, this, this was an air conditioning thing I, I did the other day, and it says, your old inefficient AC is wasting endless energy contributing to major carbon emissions. All right, so I might in conversational say, your old inefficient AC is wasting endless energy, contributing to major carbon emissions. If I was reading that as an informant thing and I was talking about AC repair, I might, you know, and it probably wouldn't say you're old, but it might say an efficient. An inefficient AC is wasting endless energy, contributing to major carbon emissions. I'm a little more formal. Now, if, I, if it's that 20 to 30 thing, I might say, your old inefficient AC is wasting endless energy contributing to major carbon emissions. So I just kind of changed my tone again. And I don't do that very often because I don't like the way it sounds. It feels uncomfortable. I can hold it through, through the whole read. I just don't love to do that. But anyway, hey, I hope this was a little bit of help where you can stop and slow down and self-direct yourself. And, and, and the thing I, I want to keep saying to, to people is back off, back way off, really, really relax, and just be yourself. Just be you. You're good enough. They're looking for a unique voice, a unique delivery that is natural. Be your natural self and it'll be fine and, and things will, you know, things will be fine. It just will. Okay. 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 I hope this did help a little bit of uh, coaching and self-directing and I'm not a coach folks. I'm just sharing with you what I have learned in this first year and I hope this is a help to you. Thank you so much for joining us. I'm flattered that we're well over um, between the two podcasts. I noticed today almost 2000 downloads. Uh, in, I think it's 27, 28 episodes. Uh, I'm flattered. I really am that this many people have been listening and I want to encourage more. You know, if you know people, have them jump on this, this stuff's not, it's not terrible information, especially if you're starting out new and I, I hope we're explaining it or I'm explaining these things basic enough that you'll understand it. And to let you know, we have some some really good interviews coming up and I have been, I'm behind on getting to people and talking to them and getting the interviews done. And then I had some glitches with the platform I was using, uh, to record. And I tried another one last night with an interview and it, and it recorded the other person beautifully, 
but my audio was awful and I don't know why. Um, so I'm actually going to go back to the original platform I was using. That's Riverside FM. I highly recommend it. It was doing great. And I had one, one little boo-boo with it. And I said, well, I'm going to do a free trial on another one and try it. And it didn't work. So I'm just going to stick with Riverside, which so far has done really well for me. The thing I like about it is you have the video and you can watch each other while you're recording. It's kind of nice. It gives you that interaction. You're not just sitting and talking to somebody. You actually get to see them just like being in a video conference. And that part's really nice. So I hope to get some of those up in the next couple of weeks. It's going to be people you know. It's going to be people you respect, I think. It's going to be people you may be looking to for for coaching or help down the road. And, and a couple of people that are at the level a lot of us are at that have been in this for a year or two. And uh, another guy that I just admire him because of his character. He's a great guy. We share the same first name. I won't let any other cats out of the bag. A lot of you will figure that out. He and I have got to work out of time um, so I can speak with him. So I try to do it during the week and regular business hours because I I really admire uh, his character and his ethics. And I want to talk to him a lot about that. How does he manage that? and manage his VO business. And, uh, and hopefully that'll be some insight and that'll be a little different look at things. Well, everybody have a good uh, rest of the week or week or weekend or work. Heck, I don't even know when I put this stuff out, what day it is. I'll record it and get it edited and put it out. But again, thank you for listening. So, so uh, honored and blessed to have you here. And uh, I wish you all the luck in the world on your VO journey and join us again soon right here on the VO Life. You've been listening to The VO Life with Troy Holden. Check back for more episodes each week and catch up on what you've missed also. This is for you, those just living that VO life. Thanks for listening and join us again. The VO Life intro is by Louise Porter. The outro by Liz Moya. You can pick us up on Spotify, Amazon Music, Apple, and many other podcast carriers. Need to send me an email? Do it today, Troy at TroyHoldenVoices.com. Thanks for listening. Ebony, 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 that's all, folks.